Welcome to the Superhuman Fathers Transformation Podcast. If you're listening to this, you're about to witness some of the most incredible transformations that have ever happened on the planet. And just by listening to this, you will be inspired to have your own transformation. If you're listening to this for the first time or you're one of the brothers in the brotherhood, go leave a review on the podcast and let the brother or member know how amazing they did and how incredible their transformation was. I'm Kyle Carnahan, founder of Superhuman Fathers, and not only am I gonna change your life, I'm gonna get you ripped as fuck. Um, little backstory for uh, Larry and I have communicated a lot. You know, he's been with us a good amount of time, but we just kind of had a connection from the beginning. Our phone call, I remember our first phone call was awesome, and he was just always humble enough to reach out to me, and sometimes I, I was just like, like, cause it's been, I remember I was pizza boy. Like I've not been doing this that long, you know, but he just, we connected on some of our relationship, the, the relationship we'd have our, with our wives and how we were responding to some of those things in the past. And so it was just very fun to connect with him that way. And then he would, we'd bounce thoughts off of each other. And so I've been able to watch him struggle, not only with the growth in his physical self, but almost more in his service mindset and, and growing in the comp, finding his values as a man and a but also struggling to do that too. Like, what are my values? How do I make, you know, like, we're, and so it's just been very inspiring. And so we might dig in there. We might not, we'll just kind of see where this goes, but I need you to know, Larry, that you inspire me. And so a lot of the, a lot of the things that you feel like you got out of me were, were kind of a position that you put me to talk to myself as well. So you, you gave me a lot in those conversations and I, and I, I need you to know that I'm, I'm very appreciative of your openness and, and the kind of the safe place that you have provided everybody to talk about those things. So you're a stud, man. Thanks, brother. I appreciate you. And I appreciate you being for me there for me in those moments. And yeah, that's awesome that they were mutually beneficial. Yeah. By the way, he's got the cutest kid in the world. Like, seriously, that kid is so cute. (laughs) He's pretty adorable. He's got another one. It's insane. Like he does these little hikes with him. out of his backpack. He just bounces around, falls asleep, does all his bonus burns with his cute kid. It's freaking amazing. Makes him breakfast and takes pictures of him in his little high chair. You guys, if you don't follow him, you should. Um, so maybe as we go into this, Larry, give us a little bit of background. I, and I don't even know the whole story here, but I kind of want to know why you pulled the trigger. Because how old are you, Larry? I'm 30. Perfect. I got five years on you, bro. Yeah, yeah. So, I joined when I was 29. Well, and, there you uh, go. Yeah. <laughs> and you're 20, like, I just want to know, like, what, what was the situation and why, why would, did you pull the trigger on this? You were one of the younger guys on the team. Yeah, I was definitely one of the younger guys. And a big reason for me pulling the trigger on this was because I, you know, I was having a baby. And as far as my friend group goes, I was not a lot of my friends were having kids, getting married, stuff like that. 
And I've been in other uh, like mastermind type groups like this for entrepreneurship and business. And I was always like, I always, I guess, had the mindset of like, hey, if I want to, you know, I'm not currently where I would like to be, right? It's like, I'm always trying to grow and get better. So I'm like, obviously, it's best to learn from people that are where I want to be. And that, and I've always thought, obviously, that will pull me up a little bit quicker and teach me some life lessons that I can learn and not necessarily have to go through. So when fatherhood came up, I was like, man, I mean, I love my parents. My dad was always a great dad for me. He was always there for me, always supported me. But they didn't they had like kind of a odd marriage. And when I was joining this, I, they were going through divorce back and forth on that um, kind of like they involved us as like the kids quite a bit in the in, in that process. And it was kind of messy. And I was just like, man, I haven't I didn't feel like I had uh, I, I learned a lot from my dad, but I didn't feel like I had a lot of like superhuman fathers type people to learn from in my life. And especially friends. A lot of my friends were still into partying, stuff like that. And I was like, man, I need to level up my friend group and surround myself with men that are fathers already that maybe have more kids that are further ahead of me. I've always connected with people that are older than I am. So I was like, man, I need to surround myself with guys that are that are further ahead than me that can teach me some lessons. And that was a huge reason for joining Superhuman Fathers. As soon as I met Kyle, I was like, damn, this guy's got five kids and I'm over here. It's like struggling, thinking like with <laughs> one kid, you know, and some people have more. And I'm just like, man, this is wild. Like these guys are crazy. They're like crushing it in business with all these kids. And I'm like, man, I have no excuse. So um, I was like, I, I got to get around these types of people. And it's been super motivating and inspiring ever since. And I've been able to learn so much from everybody in the group. But that was a big reason I wanted to upgrade my friend circle, make new friends. And I've definitely been able to do that here in the group so far. Amazing, man. I, I love it. And so maybe tell us, so how long have you been in the program now? And uh, I mean, your transformation is insane. So we've seen that. Uh, but I guess maybe my question is, we knew, we kind of knew the physical transformation was coming. Like we knew that you were going to pull that off because you kind of were going to, you just went all in on it. Um, so other than that, what are some of the benefits or, you know, what, what have you gotten out of the program thus far? Yeah, I mean, I definitely would say that the physical is probably like the least important to me so far, you know, and that, that was like the biggest reason why I joined. I was like, man, and you're never, I was like, oh, yeah, shoot, that was like that, I love that. That was the biggest reason you joined. That's hilarious. <laughs> Keep going. I was, I was like, man, I was in like the fitness and supplement industry for many years. And I, I used to lift and be like bigger and like stronger and stuff like that. But I was never able to attain like a lean shredded physique type of thing. And I was like, and so that was like a big thing. I was like, man, you know, I, I want to be able to accomplish that. But also it was like, it, it was like having my first kid, we just got through, through that. And it was like kind of kicking my ass a little bit, getting it, like getting me off my routine from just obviously living for myself and a little bit my wife, but we kind of had our first son quickly. So it was kind of like, you know, I definitely gained the weight with my wife, went through all of it with my wife. And then I was just like, I, I, I guess I kind of like went too much in that direction where I just, you know, was so focused on, on that, that I kind of had let myself go. And uh, I was like, not super happy with myself and not like, like you said, not finding my values yet. And like, when I joined, I feel like I wasn't 
like fully, I mean, obviously we're constantly developing, but I was like a man, but still not like a grown man, you know? And I feel like this group kind of helped shape and mold me into that a little bit. I still have so much further to go, but I, I guess like that selfless attitude of like, you know, before I would do all kinds of, you know, I would be doing things, but I would kind of maybe tally it in my mind or like think, you know, if my wife would say something, I'd be like, oh, but I'm doing this and this and this, like, can't you see all this stuff that I'm doing and everything like that? And just like being super defensive. I remember one of our first conversations, me and you, that was like the most impactful where I was like, I was really struggling with my wife quite a bit. And um, it, I remember you telling me like, man, just think about it. Like you're in the squat rack, like you're going to do another set. And I remember you told me like, were you defensive at all? Or were, you know, you said a list of things. And I was like, man, I was like all of those things, like such an idiot. <laughs> so it was kind of like switching the mindset from just constantly looking out for like myself and making sure that I felt like I was doing things right or my ego and stuff like that. And instead it's like, man, I don't need to be right. I don't need to be like, I don't need to have the last word. I just need to like, listen more and do and like just handle shit without expecting anything in return, I guess. And, and I've found that the more that I've been able to just have that attitude of just like handle shit one after another, after another, it's just become so much easier instead of, you know, being like sitting back and being complacent and doing less and thinking that it's like so much, you know? So I guess one of the things that I'm most grateful for is like, I feel, obviously I still feel like I have so much more to go, but I definitely feel like I think a lot less selfishly today, as opposed to when I first started, I'm like just trying to think about how I can make things easier on my wife, how I could have more empathy for her during this pregnancy where I remember last time, I just remember thinking, oh my, like this pregnancy is so inconvenient. She's like never happy. She's this <laughs> and that, like all this stuff. And it's like, man, instead putting myself now in her position and obviously she doesn't want to feel like crap all the time and all this stuff. So it's like, I felt like it's allowed me to also have more empathy for my wife and, you know, far from perfect, but I definitely feel like I've been able to be there more for her and, and think less selfishly, you know, that kind of always so gets in my mind. Let's dig in there. You kind of talk about like becoming a man or difference between a boy and the man. And maybe we can, we can look at that in a marriage, you know, well, we can get specifics on what do you see that's different from your, yourself specifically when you, when you suggest that maybe you become more of a man and how are you able to do that? Now, no right or wrong answer here, just in your perspective. Yeah, well, I heard somebody say like some, I think it was like a pastor giving a sermon where he says like a boy is taken care of by others, a man takes care of himself and a grown man takes care of others, like his family. So I feel like it's, you know, shifting more into that mindset where before I would like allow my wife to take care of me more and stuff like that. And I'm like, man, that's kind of like being another boy, you know, and that's not like, that's not what a wife is supposed to really do or how I'm supposed to be as a husband, you know? So instead of like trying to be taken care of by my wife, it's like okay, trying to make sure that I'm taking care of my wife first, trying to make sure that I'm just handling things with our son, regardless, like if I have to handle work stuff or whatever, like still doing my best to, to handle stuff with my son. And I think it just comes back to that, like, the, the, like we always say, like the longer that I could go without thinking selfishly and about myself, the better off I am. And it's a daily struggle for sure. Like every single day, but I would say that, yeah, just had like more confidence for sure. As I'm talking to others, being able to like relate to others in a different way with like more confidence, 
Um, and then just handling the day-to-day things that come up without like complaining or without, you know, if my wife is telling me something that like, if she's picking something out about me, like, okay, instead of getting defensive, just like, okay, like, listen, accept it. And like, I, I used to see it like as, oh man, like I have a wife that sometimes could be like so nitpicky and so hard on me for certain things, stuff like that. And I used to see it like as a bad thing. And now I'm like, man, that's a good thing. Like she's like, she's all constantly making me better and challenging me and keeping me on my toes and stuff like that. So, so that's kind of like, just, I guess, changing the mindset from that instead of like, you know, getting defensive to like, okay, you know, I still have, thanks for pointing that out. I know I still have to work on this stuff and it's, you know, constantly working on it. It kind of just answered my second question a little bit, I uh, or the my next question, but I want to dig in there. So let's say you're in the moment, like you have kicked ass, you know, you got your hot yoga in you and you, you did your workout and you did, you got breakfast or whatever. And she's, she's still on a sick one, you know, she's still on you and you start to feel it come up a little bit. What, what's your strategy? How, how have you been at, how have you been able to change that? Cause you did say something. You said you used to be this guy that, you know, what's changed in you. I think that it's just having the example of the guys in the group, you know, um, having like different perspectives. Like when I hear like Chad store, Chad Hinkle and I have become like better friends when I hear like stories from him, things like that, I guess just like shifting more into a mindset of like gratitude and like, man, who knows how long I'm going to be here, how long they're going to be here. So instead of like thinking selfishly and just like in that moment, it's like bigger than that. And like, you know what, I'm just lucky and blessed to have another day to, to be able to serve my family, to have like a body that's healthy and that I can do everything. Like a lot of the guys in the group struggle with so many injuries and setbacks and stuff like that. So I just kind of having the group to lean on and gives me a little bit more perspective and makes me think like how lucky I am and how grateful I should be for everything. And I guess just shifting into that mindset of just like gratitude and, you know, I'm definitely not perfect. I still mess up for sure. Like we had a moment earlier today, but I'm, I'm a lot quicker to like apologize, get back on track and, and not like hold resentment or allow something to go on for days or even like a lot of hours. So it's like, you know, definitely constantly going to keep messing up, but I, I definitely know that I'm a lot faster to get back on track. And like Kyle says, break the crust of my wife, even if it's like the last thing I want to do, if, you know, just like joke around with her or whatever, and like try to break that crust to, to be back, you know? Wow. Beautiful, man. So in this process, I know that there was probably some moments where you struggled, uh, maybe some obstacles you encountered. What do you think was the most difficult one and how, or, or multiple, you know, but what was the most difficult one and how'd you overcome it? Yeah, there, there was a lot of, definitely a lot of moments and they, they still continue, you know, Um, but before starting this program, like I hadn't gone a day without smoking weed for probably like a year and a half at least. And I would definitely like constantly look for just like selfish, like pleasure seeking stuff, like whether it's like popping a painkiller or like smoking weed or like drinking now and then I've never been like a huge drinker, but maybe like whatever, drinking a little bit, you know, just little escapes and stuff like that to like numb and, um, definitely like 
quitting that was one of the hardest. And if, you know, I still do like some of the energy drinks and stuff like that too, but like breaking the weed habit was like a big thing for me. That was, it was definitely really hard. And I think that the way that I overcame that was like being more public about it in the group and sharing it with others. And I had like Mikey B that was there to keep me accountable, you that were there to keep me accountable. And as soon as I like actually said it to like you and Kyle and put it out there, then I'm like, all right, I got to freaking follow through with this because they're going to ask me about it. And I don't want to be like, you know, oh, I gave right back into it. So I think definitely having the accountability of the brothers in the group was a big way that helped me kind of overcome that. And, and after a few days, it was just, it was more of like a, like a pride thing where I'm like, man, I, like, I can't like give in. Like, I want to keep the street going. I want to keep it up and like, make sure everybody, like everybody's going through their own difficult things. So as I noticed that it would like inspire like Mikey or whatever, things like that, I'm like, all right, I got to stick with it and keep pushing through, you know? So I love this, man. Okay. And let's go, let's, we'll dig into the community then a little bit. Cause we have some guys that maybe are newer in here. Um, maybe it's even their first zoom call. We, we have 47 guys listening to this, by the way. I mean, that's amazing. Nice. We love you. I, I love uh, you guys. And too. So, and so you, I've seen in you the ability to leverage the community. Like you, you have taken advantage of it and, and used it. What are some strategies that, that you use through this process to utilize the help of the brothers? If there's anything specific that you give some advice, maybe someone starting right now, like how to leverage the community. I think like, I, like sometimes the new guys will pop in and put their phone number and be like, Hey, if anybody wants to reach out and stuff. And I would like purposely like try to like reach out to them or add them on Instagram and stuff and just be like, Hey, I saw that you're new and like love to connect here for you, whatever you need. And I know a couple of people when I reached out, told me like, Oh man, you're like the only person or the first person that reached out to me, like from the group, you know, this and that. And I was like, Oh wow. Like I, I would have thought like a bunch of people did, you know? And so I just, I was kind of surprised by it, but I was like, okay, like I see how important it is. Cause it would kind of suck if nobody reached out to me and I put something like that, you know? And so like, you're kind of putting yourself out there, you know? So I would try to be intentional about like, if somebody's doing that or going through a hard time, like reaching out to them and just letting them know that like I'm here to support them and their journey and stuff like that as well. And then just following on Instagram. I think that's been helping. I know that in the networking chat, we've been putting like our Instagram handles and I've just like my feed used to be so different. And now it's like all superhuman fathers guys, instead of like, you know, before it was like entrepreneurship stuff, this and that, but I kind of would find myself comparing to, and I would like, I wasn't using social media for the best. And now it's like a lot better. Like it's a better relationship I have with social media because it's like brothers and superhuman fathers. Everybody's posting about similar stuff, similar journeys. So just like interacting on there with people, giving them props when they're working out and stuff like that. And like just trying to, you know, keep other people motivated and spread the love too. And um, yeah, I think that's that's been how I've kind of leveraged the group and, and putting things out there. Like when I've had tough times like whether it's daily flexes and it's like something good to try to like like wish everybody to have a good day or or whether it's like me going through something and needing support you know those are some of the ways that I've leveraged the group amazing man yeah and I've, I've seen that in you and I've um there's been energy these you know so saying thanks for that because we feel your energy as you've gone through this process like You've hyped people up and you've shared some deep stuff, some stuff that would be scary to share 
to let everybody else know that you were in it with them. And so I've seen that as a, you know, that act of service or whatever you want to call it. And I mean, even I was like, damn, like, let's go. Like, um, I'm inspired. And so uh, in, if you're, if you're coming into this group, guys, like Larry is an example that way. Like the community is where the power is. It's everything actually. And he's become kind of a brick in there. So, okay. Let's go to, if you, if you were just starting the program, it's your first day. What advice would you give yourself? I would definitely like, there's been times I know that I have leveraged the group, but there's definitely been times since I started that like I drifted away and isolated for a little while and then like came back, you know? So I would say like, and I think other people have noticed that too, like isolation is definitely not the way. And like, I, I would tell myself to just go all in on the group to participate as much as possible to interact with as many people as I could and build as many relationships as I could. Because I feel like once you do that, like you're accountable to so many other people. And it's like, it's a bigger reason not to quit. It's like why you guys sometimes maybe post on Instagram and stuff. And it's like for that self accountability, because people notice if you don't, like I'm not, I haven't been as good as being consistent long-term on there, but lately I've been, you know, doing, I still could do a lot better, but just leveraging the group more. So I would just say like to go all in on the group, to just be as real and authentic as, as you possibly can to share the difficult and dark things. Cause everybody has them. And like, every time somebody's shared and opened up about that, like I've never seen anybody reach out with anything but love and like, like in a, in a loving way, giving advice and stuff like that, even though sometimes it might be like tough love, but I've definitely never seen a community that you're able to do that and not feel judged at all, but feel like loved by others, supported by others. And everybody's like gone through the same thing, you know? So it's like, you don't have to be scared about that. Like everybody's got their demons and darkness. And like the more we embrace it and put it out there, the more we're able to overcome it and connect with other people that are going through similar things. Okay. This is so good because now we're getting into impact a little bit. How has you leveling yourself up this ability to suffer, right? This ability to be selfless, but how's you as being a part of superhuman fathers impacted those around you, specifically your wife and kids, but maybe even your parents, doesn't matter. Anybody in your life, what, what have you seen? What's the biggest impact? I would say that like, I, yeah, I mean, just as I've started to share some stuff on social media and stuff like that, like people that you don't even know are like watching and, and being inspired by it. And like, I don't even realize it sometimes, sometimes till like, oh, like the other day, my wife told me like, oh man, sometimes people like get uncomfortable around you because like, you're over here measuring your food and this and that. And like, Let's they go. feel like they can't like order like a pizza or whatever they would have ordered. So I don't know if it's like to a fault sometimes, but, and I'm not to say I'm perfect. I could, if I would have been perfect on my macros and everything, like I would have accomplished this sooner, you know? So that's, but you, you kind of have to go through that and like, you know, the pain has to be bad enough to want to make the change and stuff like that. So I guess sometimes like unconsciously, I think like whether it's my in-laws or family or stuff like that, like when they're around me, I guess they feel like they have to like make better choices or be like healthier and stuff like that. So I, I think that's good. And hopefully that's like 
stirring something inside of them that's like positive and not making them feel like bad about themselves, you know, because I don't do it like purposely that way. But I think it's just like naturally I've noticed people like friends around me, like they've seen me get my health and fitness going like better and and they they want to do it themselves. You know, it kind of gets it gets those thoughts going in their mind that they can do better. And um yeah, so I just try to like give them love back and be like, yeah, man, if I could do it, you can too. Like and sometimes like we're so hard on ourselves. Like sometimes I see myself and I'm like, man, I don't feel like I still feel like I have so much further to go and this and that. But even with what has been accomplished so far, I know people have been inspired around me, my family, um, you know, and it's definitely not like through like you through the while you're going through the journey always like, you know, people maybe don't really see it until you get to a certain point. But that's why like you can't quit halfway through because it's like it's coming, you know, and once you at least get to like an attainable point or something that's like people, people can see, really notice the difference. I, I think it starts to inspire them, make them feel like they can do it too. Um, and yeah, so I, I just feel like people around me, loved ones, friends, people that I spend time with, like they're just automatically thinking of how they can better themselves after we like spend some time together, which is cool. How have you felt, have, have you felt any pushback? Or did you feel any pushback while you were in the program from people you cared about? And if so, how did you handle it? I definitely felt pushback. Like my wife is Mexican from Tijuana. She's like the best cook ever. She like cooks all kinds of bomb dishes. And I'd like never <laughs> that grew up with like zero culture of like health and fitness. Like her dad literally only drinks Coke and beer. Like it just like zero, not like knowledge of like health, fitness, working out, stuff like that. So she always knew I was into health and fitness, but once I started like measuring things and everything, she's like, damn, like, like, you're going to take it this far, like, you're going to measure all your stuff and everything. And in the beginning, I definitely got a lot of pushback from from her from like, just family stuff like that. But after a while, like, I never thought that I would have the support that I have from my wife now. And like, I, I remember talking to Chris or some of the other guys and I'd be like, man, I'm kind of like jealous of some of these guys that have like all these wives that are just like support, like trying to push them to do it and this and that. And I feel like I didn't have that in the beginning, but after like staying consistent and I feel like after she started to see kind of the other changes and that for me, it wasn't just about like attaining the physical attributes, but like, about becoming a better man for like my family overall and stuff like that. I started to kind of see slowly a shift in that. And now I've like, she's been super supportive of me. And so it's been, it's been really cool to have that, even though she maybe doesn't like fully understand it, she's like chosen to, to support me in this. And like, so that's been, that's been super cool. You know, like it's not always sometimes in the beginning, like, yeah, you're going to get a lot of pushback, but I feel like after a while, if you're consistent and if people really see the changes in you and you're showing up different, then after a while they start to like respect it and support it, you know? Amazing. Um, I, I saw that in, felt the energy in that in you as that started to change too because i know that that was a big moment like for people because you were getting pushed back a lot and so i you guys need to know that when you walk into a room you want people to feel like they have to be better like that's that's epic i know it's so hard sometimes but never be ashamed of being such a savage that when you walk into a room, people are kind of like, oh, man, now I have to act a little bit better. 
because that means you're killing it. Anyways, I love that example, Larry. Thank you. Um, looks like Ryan has a question. And while we're on the topic, Ryan, pump it out, man. Yo, yo. Um, first of all, um, I just want to like reiterate a lot of what was already said, Larry, about you, man. Um, you've been super supportive to I've, I've seen it in the chats and, and everything, but also just to me in particular, like you're always somebody who reaches out. Um, and you've set, you've set the example leading from the front in terms of like, I think Let's go. there's like being so specific about our struggles. It's easy to be super general and say like, yeah, I've got my demons or I've got my struggles, but like you call them out and, and name them in, in your own, in your own self. And that like paves the way for other people to be like, okay, cool. Like, cause everybody struggle. like, like you said, like everybody's kind of the same person. Like we all struggle with similar things. Right. Um, but it's scary to admit that. And so I appreciate your vulnerability and like you leading the way there. Um, and, uh, and the support that you've given me. But, um, the question I have for you is, you know, you've been posted for uh, a couple of weeks now, week, two weeks, like what's been the mindset shift or has there been a mindset shift from, you know, cause I, I feel like the, we've, a lot of us view being posted as like the finish line, but it's definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, uh, and so like, what, if, if any has been like the mindset shift for you now, like going forward, like what's, what's the next goal? Like what's, how, how is that for you? Yeah. Thanks brother. I appreciate it. And I totally feel the same with you, man. I appreciate your love and support always. And, um, yeah, I, I used to look at it like that too. Like, oh man, if I could just get posted and I even told my wife, like, that's like my goal. I'm just trying to get posted this and that. And then she's like, you know, you got there, like now what? And then I kind of, as, as like it started to happen, it kind of felt like a little surreal. Cause I was like, man, I don't feel like where I thought I was going to be when this, when that was going to happen, you know? And like, there's, I feel like it brings you to, it's like a lot of people say, it's like your day one, really, you know, it's like, it kind of brings you to a point where you're like, it exposes all the other areas that you need to work on in your life. And so now it's like, I feel like the workouts, the macros, they become easier. Um, and now it's like, I'm looking at the other areas that I need to grow. So now I'm trying to apply this to like my work life and perform better in work. Like, and that's kind of slacked a little bit as I've focused on some of these other areas and there's been a little bit of a downturn in my business, but I feel like that's no excuse. Like I could, I definitely know that I could be going at it way harder in, in work, you know? Um, and then for sure, like my, in my marriage, like that's going to be all constantly evolving. So like focusing on building a better, stronger relationship with my wife and uh, with my kids, like my controlling my emotional reactions, being a better dad for them. So yeah, I feel like it's, it's just the very beginning and it's like, you realize like, man, there's still so much more to go. And it, you know, you maybe get like the physical habits down, but now it's like, okay, I, it, it does bleed over to the other areas, but it also makes you realize how much more potential you have in those other areas. And so that's kind of what I'm focused on now. It's like, how can I transfer this to the business more <clears throat> to the family more? And, you know, yeah, it's just like day one, you know? So for sure, it's like the beginning. <laughs> nice. Love it, man. Thank you. Um, yeah. That, Thank you. What a good question, man. I want to talk a little bit more about, because um, you've been in the program for a while now. How, how long have you been in? Since late June, like June 27th. Yeah, right. So we, uh-huh. So it took us a while to get here. 
Yeah. And it wasn't so much, maybe talk about that. How did you deal with that? Cause you saw guys that were getting posted pretty quick who was similar body composition, you know, how did that make you feel? How did you respond to it? How, you know, why did you stay in even though it was taking so long? You know, maybe give me that perspective because there might be guys in here that feel that way right now. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I saw guys that came in and like lapped me and got posted like freaking Josh Patton over here, like just gets in it and gets posted. I'm just like, what the heck, man? <laughs> just like, man, I'm slacking on this, you know, and and I wasn't I wasn't perfect. Like I and I wasn't I, it definitely could have been attained a lot faster. Um, I didn't it wasn't until like really I dropped the weed that that I was able to really get my macros under control. And it was like, I would like sometimes at the end of the day, smoke a little, and then I would just like eat extra calories. And I would think like, Oh, this is not so bad, but it would like add up. And, you know, so I feel like once I dropped that, it became way easier. Like I wasn't as hungry, obviously. So it became a lot easier, but I didn't give that up until like a couple, you know, maybe a month and a half ago. So I, I was like, I got the down to like that order of the warrior monk, you know, where you're like eight to 10 pounds away, maybe, but it was that last little bit that was just like, man, if I, if I didn't cut all these things out, it wasn't going to happen, you know? And if I didn't go a hundred percent, it wasn't going to happen. Like I'd be like Monday through Friday, I'd be on it, but the weekends I'd feel bad. My wife would be like, Oh, well, you know, we have a family party, this, that. And I would kind of like give in on the weekends. And it's like, man, you can't like take any days off to, to really get to that last little bit. And then I started to realize like, man, this is so dumb. Like the longer I'm, the more I'm doing this, the longer I'm putting myself in this, like in this cut, like it could be done a lot faster if I just focus on it. So I feel like it just got to the point where I was like, I've been in this long enough. Like I, it really felt like weed was a thing that I needed to give up. And I did. And I just kind of told my wife, like, you know, I would love your support in this. I'd like, I, it's going to be like the quicker, the more I stick to it, the quicker I'm going to be able to eat carbs and eat more with you guys and stuff like that, you know? So I feel like it wasn't until I was like, really went all in and tried to drop as many of the vices as possible and just be like a hundred percent in it that I, that I was able to get to that last part. Um, and yeah, it was hard to see guys that, that would come in and get there faster. But then I also saw guys that it, I would see transformation calls and some of the guys it took a year, you know? So I was like, okay, you know, I like not so bad. Like there's other guys that are taking a little longer. And if, if I could attain it with like within that year, I'd be happy, but I could get it, could get there a little faster, you know? So it was definitely like in some ways, maybe a little discouraging, but in other ways, I was like encouraged by some of the other guys that were able to still do it after a while. And I knew that I had a goal and I knew I was going to get there. It was just a matter of like how long it was going to take, you know, but I knew that if I just stayed connected to the group, stuck with it long enough, like there would be a tipping point where it would happen, you know, if I was just continue to be consistent. So yeah, that was like that last little bit. Two concepts there. One, stay in the boat. Always stay in the boat. You see the guys that are posted who get out of the boat. They don't make it about everybody else anymore. You, we've got a couple now. You know, they, they, they were silent through the whole thing. Got their shred. Got theirs. But then after, they're not where they were. You know, they, they're not continually progressing because it's the community. Um. I forgot the second thing. Shoot. <laughs> it was going to be good though. But, uh, but yeah, man, it's just, yeah. I, going hundred percent. in. That's what it was is you can have 99% in and you'll get 99% back or whatever. 
but if you go a hundred percent in, you're going to get that 10,000% back, you know, like yep. that is just, it's how it works. You got to just, just let it all go. Like the, the stakes are too high. Number one. And number two, like you're faded. Like this is your fate. Please accept your fate by just stop holding on to your num nums. You know, just please do it for the brothers. Larry, you've done it. Thank you so much. Isaias, he has a question for you. What's up, Isaias, my boy? Que dice Larry? What up, guys? First of all, uh, before talking to Larry, I was watching the video and I saw this uh, brother, uh, Daryl Petrilli, and I remember when I came in the program and now I see him, and bro, you look good. You look super skinny. You're like five years younger, man. Just want to give you a big shout out. Yeah, I, I have never talked to Daryl, but you look damn good, bro. And here, I just want to tell you that I remember you when I just came here. And yo, you look younger, you look skinnier. That's so amazing, man. So I just wanted to say to to everyone and, and tell you guys that when I first came in, Larry reached out to me, and I've always felt that he was so genuine with me. He listened to five minutes of voice notes that I sent him. This guy was so patient with with me. So I just want to say, Larry, I fucking love you, man. You're a genuine guy. You're authentic. You deserve the post. And it made me so fucking happy to see you posting, man. It inspired me so much. And I have no questions, man. I just want to tell you that you're the man and I fucking love you, man. That's it. Thanks, Let's brother. Go. I love you too, man. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so, so true. All of that. That's epic. Thanks. Thanks, Isaias. Um, I kind of wanted to take a moment now for Kyle. Oh, whoa, we got questions. Okay. Let's just go. You know what? We're going with the flow. Kyle, you can talk in a moment. Let's let Jimmy. Jimmy's on a hot one. Jimmy's down 50 pounds today. Yeah, Jimmy's dude. crushing it, man. Crushing 50 it. 50 pounds today, dude, since December. And just, he's a, he's a light himself. So I'm going to shut up. What's up, Jimmy? What's up, boys? Dude, so I got to be honest. This is the first transformation call that i've been on and so stoked i asked larry a couple weeks ago i'm like bro when are you going to be on because i would be like other people he's always been super positive have reached out we've got some good instagram chats i don't know if you could find a nicer person than larry you just Amen. hear him and it's just like the 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 humility the sincerity like and, and not that this is the sweetness like he just seems like a, like a sweet, kind dude. I'm sure he's an asshole too. We all are. But golly, man, like you listen to him and like I'm just sitting with my son and uh, it's my 13-year-old. His name's his name's uh, Luke. I forget his name. Um, but he just told, he just told me on a, on a side note, he's like, Dad, he goes to this uh, exercise group uh, for his basement. Dude, I pushed myself hard. I was tired. I was like, I hurt. I just made these promises myself and I did it. And I'm like, oh, dude, that's fantastic. So when he came into this, I showed I showed him your picture, Larry, and he goes, "Dude, looks like he gained weight. He's like in such good shape." I'm like, "Yeah, that's what happens, man." So, um, Larry, here, here's a question for you: what What is your biggest motivation when it comes to reaching out to guys? Uh, the reason why I ask that is because I felt, and I think it sounds like you have that personality that people just connect with, because. When, when you reached out to me, I already felt like you were a friend and we never had talked. Exchanged a couple of uh, messages. So, like, I know foundationally there has to be some something there that 
would give you some kind of inspiration to want to do that? What, what, what is your main, main motivation when it, when it comes to that? Why do you do that? I, I just love to connect with people because I feel like selfishly, it also like helps me and motivates me to be able to connect with other guys. And definitely like my, it was kind of like the way I was raised to my family and I, we also have like a nonprofit organization. We help kids that have been rescued from human trafficking and sexual abuse. And we have some shelters in Mexico where we help, where we have kids that have been rescued and like connecting with them, like always filled my cup. And I felt like every time that I would go down there, spend time with the kids and, you know, get to know them, stuff like that. I would just, it would like totally fill my cup and I would feel recharged and like, if I gave them like nothing but my genuine love and not wanting anything in return from them, it would always pay back like 10 times. And I feel like that's how it's been in this group too. Like every time that I've been able to reach out to, to like you or some of the other guys, like I feel like I'm always blessed tenfold back just being able to like make friends with you guys, get be a part of your guys's journeys. Um, hopefully be able to inspire you guys. Like you guys also inspire me and you know, that at the end of the day, we can't take anything with us. And I feel like the only thing that's going to be left over is like the impact we made on people and the relationships we built. And, you know, I would love to have nothing but good things said at my funeral and people to like fight over the microphone to talk about how I was able to impact their lives. And for me, that's like the most important thing, you know, like money comes and goes, but the relationships and the, you know, are forever, the friendship, the brotherhood, the friendships and, you know, those stories are forever. So um, that's like my selfish reason for connecting with everybody is I, I feel like I always get back 10 times, you know, for sure. Yeah. Thank you. Beautiful. Thank you for being such a, a good, genuine dude. I think, I think that's probably one of the things that's impressive. I know you're pretty close. You're actually only like 45 minutes away from me. Uh, but like whenever I watch your Instagram and I see how much you love a little boy, and like every time you communicate, man, thanks for being so genuine. Like that's, that's such a powerful thing to be nowadays. And thank you. Love you, bro. Thank you. You too, brother. Fire. Okay. Michael Davis. Bro, Larry, I am so excited for you. First of all, second of all, I'm so excited for all these new guys. There are so many guys on this call right now that have been here for like a week. And Thomas Loving, I saw a question in the chat, and Larry, this is your call, so I'm going to answer that. But, like, I just want to say, like, I I pride myself in altitudes. Like, I, I really do. I probably have 70% of the superhuman father guys in my phone. My phone has 280 superhuman fathers, and I really do try to do a lot. And the very first time I talked to Larry, I was like, fuck, i got to step it up. Like, Larry, you, you are so, like... You're like Ryan without all the energy. You're just like so calming, bro. And you love everybody. It was the so weed. But <laughs> <laughs> I think the very first time I talked to you, I got off the phone and I looked at my wife. I'm like, yo, this dude has got something special. And then I ended up on the Mikey boat until like, I don't know, 1 a.m. that morning. You know what I mean? I was like, I got to step it up, right? Like you you make everybody feel so loved myself included. And like, I love reaching out and talking to guys and helping guys. I love it. Like it's my passion. But like when I talk to Larry, Larry's like, how can I help you? You like, it's just who he is. And like, so you guys that are brand new, like you are so lucky to know this man. And I just, I appreciate you so much, Larry. And I don't have a question. 
I just want you to know that you have uh, forever made me step up my game. You know, I, I think we're all better for having known you and having gotten the chance to, you know, get to really communicate with you. So thank you for being the man that you all appreciate you. Thanks, brother. I appreciate that. I love you, man. You've made you've made equally as big of an impact on me, too. I remember <clears throat> one of the things that you posted when I was first in the group was that painting of like the guy that's trying to save his dad while his oh, yeah. baby are drowning. And that was like the like one of the first most impactful like things for me. And I was like, man, that's freaking, I was totally going through that. I resonated with that so much. And um, yeah, I've learned a lot from you, you know, and even if we've only communicated a couple of times one-on-one, but I've still learned so much from you and I appreciate you and, and love you too, bro. So thank you. That means a lot. You'll have to post that picture again, Michael Davis. You'll have to post that for picture sure. again. It's a great picture. Um, there's a question yeah, for you. I'm Oh, sorry. Go, go. Yeah, Michael Davis, go for it. What were you going to say? And I'll, I'll see if I can find it tonight and get it reposted. And I want to let him know there was a question. This is brand new, too. Welcome to the Brotherhood, Thomas. Welcome, welcome, Thomas. Thomas, you can just uh, speak up and ask your question, but it says, What does 100% in this group look like? That's a good question. Um, I think it's <clears throat> different for everybody and in every stage of life that you're in, I think it's, you know, your hundred percent can be different. Um, but I think for me, it was just like really, really giving it my all or as much as I could in the moment, making up, making sure that I would like wake up a little earlier to get my workout in. And I know that when I'm like, when my workout's done, like my vibration is the highest, I'm feeling the best. So that's kind of like the times where I would try to reach out to people or plug into the group and make sure that I'm bringing like that, that good energy when I, when I do have it. And and in the times that I don't, or I mess up, still bringing that too, you know, not just always like the positivity and like, it's all sunshine and rainbows. Like there's a lot of tough stuff that we go through difficulties. And I think like hundred percent is sharing all of it, you know, not just the good, but also the bad, the weak moments that you had, the, you know, holding yourself accountable to, to the group and making sure that you're putting it out there so that guys can hold you accountable. I think it's just like going, <clears throat> giving as much effort as you possibly can, finishing all the sets in the workouts, getting your macros dialed in. You know, I would try to make it a goal to, you know, reach out to a few people a week at least and just kind of catch up with people. So I think the hundred percent is different at, and, you know, sometimes I haven't always been able to have that level of like consistently reaching out to people. There's been times where I've done it more than others, but you know, regardless, like each stage that I'm in or whatever I'm going through, like doing whatever I can control, like making sure that I'm going all in on those things and the things that I can't, you know, they might take you off course a little bit, but you know, the quicker that you plug back in and, and just give it your all, whatever that looks like for you is like the best, you know, but just not being, I think not being afraid to number one, not being afraid to be your authentic self and bring that to the group, you know, like the more that you hide, the more that you isolate, the more that you try to pretend like everything is good, like the less that you're going to get out of the group, you know? So I think that just being, being yourself, you know, it's the sanctuary for sure. That, that was beautiful. So on that note, I think we got big dog Kyle in here. Yeah. Kyle's in here. I just wanted Kyle to express maybe what, what you, 
either what you've learned or how you feel in working with with our boy Larry here, you know? Because I know it's yeah. there. I got I got feels for this kid. Because he's only is the sound okay? Younger. I've got it on the TV, so I just want to make sure. Yeah, it sounds good. We, we hear you. Okay, sit, so I love. Oh, no. Can we just sit? This guy's on his couch watching the Zoom on the TV. That is so epic, dude. Oh, it's so good. That's awesome. All your people, <laughs> all your people Kyle, with the family. Who's that? Look at that. <laughs> That's the I ox. Can't see his That's the ox right there. Shoot. The ox is on my couch. <laughs> Listen to this. I've never, I haven't seen the ox since he was 320 pounds 15 years ago, live. It's a whole new man. He just came to up. my door at 1.30 today as a new human. Yeah. But today is about Larry. <laughs> but let's look at let's look at this story. Let's look at this story. Every one of you are gonna have this story happen over and over again in your life where you come to this place where you have to give something up. You gotta let it go, or you'll be stuck forever. That's it. That's what this story is. Larry got to a point where he was at a crossroads. And was he going to take a step of faith in the dark? Or was he going to quit and just be average like everyone else? And he chose the harder path. And then he exploded. That's when he got there. Quickly. It happened quickly. Once he actually decided to go all in. I hope you enjoyed this transformation from superhuman fathers. And one thing I want you to know is that anyone can do this. Yes, even you. Go to superhumanfathers.com and apply for the brotherhood right now.